Do you need to answer our exam question for you today? What do you know about Khotso Siatlolo? The cheat sheet is coming up, and uh, this is how we're going to bring it to you today. It's in the form of a wrap of the Forum at 8 this morning. They wrapped up their series on the 40th anniversary of the June 16 Soweto uprising by focusing on the role played by Khotso Siatlolo. He led the Soweto Student Representative Council in exile. The song they played this morning was from 1976 by Jumo Umrisho of the Urafiki Jazz Band of Tanzania after the students' massacre in Soweto. AM Live's Sakina Kemwendo provided the translation during the show and then spoke to Steve Malesela Lebelo, an historian and author who's also former head of Seiko in Lesotho. That's a curse to the apartheid regime. The killings in Soweto has to be condemned in a serious way. Why did they do what they did in Sharpville and now they've done it again in Soweto? And we, the Tanzanians, we believe in the rights of others. We condemn the apartheid regime. On the 16th of June, 1976, this day should be a day to remember because of the massacre in Soweto. Tanzanians were crying tears about this brutal massacre of our brothers. The organization of African Union should put in history what happened in Soweto. The 16th of June 1976 should be an official day to remember on the massacre of Soweto. Koto Siakulo was in fact one of the student leaders uh, who was a student at Naledi High School. Of the leadership of 1976, a lot of them at that time were 20 years old, born in 1956. Koto was two years younger, and that makes him even more remarkable, you know, for him to have become a leader at the age that he was and actually become the chairperson of Naledi High School at the Soweto Student Representative Council. Unless we understand the context in which Koto takes up leadership, we will never understand just how remarkable a leader he was. The apartheid state was hoping that there wouldn't be anyone with enough courage you know, to take up the leadership. But Koto was there to become the second president of the SSRC. I met him for the first time around March, April 1976. We were all members of debating societies in our respective schools. But the highlight was actually a debate with King David High School around May 1976, just before the outbreak of, of the revolt. Here's a song that was written for us by Hugh Masekela. He calls it 
Soweto News. I often tell people that the 4th of August saw more people dying on that day alone than on any other day in the 18 months of the revolt. And there are two reasons why that happened. The first is that the students were marching into town. And what were we demanding? We were demanding the release of students who were detained between the 16th of June and the 4th of August. Because scores of students were arrested between the 16th of June and the 4th of August. You know, because there was a general state of unrest in Soweto at the time. You know, few people would know about the role that Koto Siakolo played. Although we have a, a clear understanding that, you know, history is actually being distorted for certain purposes, what we don't seem to understand would be the reasons why, specifically in relation to Koto. song by Miriam Makeba. Now, Equal Education is today convening a National Teaching and Learning Summit as part of commemorating the 40th anniversary of the 1976 Soweto Students Uprising. The first session they hosted today is called Education Since Liberation. We're on the line to Equal Education's Tsepo Motsipe. Thanks for joining us, Tsepo. Good afternoon. Hi, Tejan. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. So, you know, we, we heard throughout this week a number of South Africans bemoaning the fact that in our education system currently, since liberation, we don't really talk about our liberation heroes, our icons, unless they're part of, you know, major parties in the country. Ha- has this come up today at the summit? Well, definitely, session it has come up. Um, people are now saying that we need to re-look at our history and and start celebrating it, not in the context of particular political parties, but you need to look at the heroes, the many unsung heroes that came out and brought us this democracy that we have. But key to that is understanding what we know know to be out there. The history is written by by, by those who are privileged to be able to give out the narrative. And young people, uh, particularly members of EE, are now starting to say, we need to get involved in that drafting of that narrative and understanding our own, own history. In fact, you're asking for South Africans, and I see this on your Twitter timeline as well, for, for South Africans to comment on an education charter, and you're asking them to say, well, what do you think should be in it? Uh, perhaps we can start, Sepo, with, with you know, defining what, what is an education charter before people submit their thoughts. Well, for how we see an education charter, especially after our Congress, is that we now want the document in which every member of equal education in the country and supporters of EE can look at the document and say, this is the type of education system we ought to be having in the country. And this is something we ought to now start working towards. Key to the education charter are issues, obviously, around infrastructure. Uh, but some of the new issues that are coming up around the curriculum, what is it that we've been taught in the classroom linked to that is the whole idea of history. 
the number of school, township schools and rural schools that are doing math literacy. So what benefit is it to the economy to have a number of many young people doing math literacy as opposed to math? But key to that is also the role of teachers in that process of teaching and learning. And questioning the role of trade unions. Here we're talking about trade unions that have somewhat abdicated their responsibility in being the front runners of making sure that teaching and learning takes place in the classroom, immune from any political interference, making sure that teachers are supported because what we do in one instance we say we condemn teachers, but in the other we we want them to be in the classroom. But we are saying we have identified some of the key challenges and that has to do with the role of trade union. In, in, in the education system. So this charter speaks to, to some of those things. Mm. Seppu, can, can all of this be done at the same time? And I'm not trying to be skeptical about it when I ask that question, mm. but, but how do we go about you know, updating our curriculum so that we do reflect African and South African history? But even in our sciences, you know, African cultures, we're, we're plotting the stars to be able to move around on the continent. We, we have African mm. arts that's also not being taught in our schools. How do we put that into our education curriculum plus fix all of these other issues around unionization, around the, you know, upgrading the skills of our teachers? Yeah. Well, there's a, look, there's already work that is taking place. We know that for a fact some discussions taking place in the education department, but also even uh, different schools of education based at universities, some of the affluent universities. What we're saying is because education is that there needs to be urgency. Ordinary people of, of South Africa need to understand some of these discussions as they take place. One of the things that we did as E was to convene a roundtable with leading academics in the country this was last year to talk about some of these issues. And then we said, have you have an idea? Do you have an idea as to what ordinary people, teachers, young people are saying about what you're proposing? And most of them said, no, we, we haven't. And this is part of what we're trying to do. But it's a process. Of course, it's a process. But also, it's a personal point to the Ministry of Education and, and those that are in charge of fixing the education system to say, you cannot just only give us sound bites when it's politically convenient of how you're planning on dealing with the quintile system and funding of poor schools when it's, you know, when it's towards general elections. We now say we're going to, to, to force you to start implementing some of those policies which you know you have tabled, but they're still sitting in, in, in your offices. So just one final question before we let you go, Tsepo. We were asking our listeners to answer this one, but, but perhaps you can also do it. What do you know about Khotso Siatlolo, uh, the student leader from, from June 16th? Well, I, I know he's one of the many unsung heroes in, in, in the struggle during uh, 76.